0: Hello and welcome to the the Men Show. I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Craig Carlisle. All my four youngest sons are in the studio with me today. We're talking about the topic of what does fatherhood mean to me, to you, to each one of us. We're going to kick right into it. So what do you guys think, guys? What does father, fatherhood mean to you guys? The topic of fatherhood. By the time this airs, fatherhood would have been like two days before. What does it mean to you? What is the thought of being a father? First of all, I should actually start off this way. You guys did a great tribute to me. I appreciated the video and the gifts, and that was really awesome what you guys talked through. Not a lot of fathers get a chance to hear that from their kids um, at such a young age because we just, it just doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't happen as often as you would want it to happen. It, It should happen more, but I don't know why. And Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's one of the things we talk about as a course of the, this particular series, maybe we'll change the series topic around, maybe, and we'll deal with this. What does fatherhood mean, and maybe what it should mean to us, to the world, and we'll go from there. Who wants this thought? Who's got some thoughts on what fatherhood means to them?
1: Uh, I can start. Uh, so, to me, fatherhood is uh, fatherhood is being able to I would say provide for those around you that you uh, you care about your children, uh, your grandchildren, because sometimes maybe your children may not want to deal with you sometimes, but you may want to provide for their children anyways. It's, uh, living uh, leaving a legacy for them, leaving uh, making sure that they have a way to navigate through life, and making sure that you are. One of their best supporters you're always there to help your kids help uh be there for them when they're sad happy every emotion possible and pretty much prepare them for the challenges that will come in the world because something they got to learn it somehow and whether it's by you or through the actual experiences
0: okay so that's that's what it should be right mm-hmm. and then in, in a lot of cases it doesn't always happen yeah. that way right but that's what that's the target Right, Mm -hmm. so that's the target we all should be looking for. Who else? What does fatherhood mean to anyone else in the group? What do you guys think?
2: To me, fatherhood is kind of setting an example for those that you're raising, because whether you realize it or not, the people you're raising, they look at that and they take it into their lives. And it's like, well, if they're doing it, then I guess I'll do it because they don't know any better, you know, because they're kids. And it really be able to. Father, you have to really supply them with the tools to deal with certain situations. Because most of the time when we're overwhelmed it's because we don't have the tools or know how to use the tools to fix the situation.
0: It's funny, it's funny you mentioned tools because tools to fix things, right? And sometimes we use the wrong tool for the wrong situation. No manual. Was that? <laughs> Back to the manual. Back to the manual, right? No manual. Most of the time most men... I shouldn't say that. There are a lot of men who don't read the manual. Oh, no. And you, well, and I used to think there is no manual for fatherhood, and like the car says there is no manual, but technically we we have one, right? Because we're writing it as we go, but it's not written down. And to your point, yeah, there's no. That we read all in this situation when there's death or when there's blood or the you do X Y and Z. You know, break glass and pull this out. But when you think about it, do you have a manual as you kinda of go from this point to now? Do you have a manual? I but think about it. Think about it. Because you guys did a video today. And you guys not just today, but what, you've done a video that you showed me today, and it has some tools that you guys knew how to use. So do you have a manual? I'd say partially, yeah. Well, Those videos I
2: guess
1: are a manual. What's that? I said those videos are kept kind of like a manual.
0: Videos are kind of like a manual. So they're,
1: yeah, that's partially a manual. Like, not not a finished one, I'd say, because there's still a lot to go. But right. as we as you constantly teach us stuff and as we continuously go down this road of life and everything, we'll progressively add more and more things to that manual to maybe help out future generations or at least. Because I feel like there's no perfect manual, of course, because everyone does something different. Yeah. So. It's really just, I guess you could say they're tips
0: to help people if, in case they get confused or if there's something they need help with. That makes sense because most of the time, the manuals I've seen, they don't look like something. Oh, I want to read that manual. That manual looks cool because the type type is really, really tiny. It's hard to read. It doesn't have a bunch of pictures (laughs) in it. It's got way too many pages. And Mm -hmm. there's usually a missing screw at the end. Yeah. Right. Does that mean that we're screwed? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But when you really think about it, maybe we need to make a manual that makes sense for people to want to read. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that look? Is that our life? Is that what we've done? Is that the videos that we do? You raising your hand? Yeah. So is that? I mean, how do we make something that people want to look at that are maybe we want to go back and look at? How do we? I mean, what do you guys think? How do we do that? Well, uh, if I've learned anything from school
1: when it comes to making brochures or something, it's like, you always gotta maybe add a few things that are made, it, make it look entertaining, make it look fun. Uh, like of course, adding pictures. Cause like you said, the manuals that we have that you would get to like, you know, build something. It's just a little a couple boring pieces and it's slowly progressing everything. But I feel like if you like added, uh, mm-hmm. More pictures and actual, uh, it could even be like an online brochure, uh, an online manual because they're going to have videos in it and stuff and actual demonstrations on how to do things so that it's less confusing and more and instead of trying to always figure it out for yourself, yeah. uh, which isn't a problem, of course, but also at the same time, it makes it easier for others in case they need help. And
0: I like the fact that I think when we started like eight years ago without mom, when I started making those videos... It felt silly at first Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, well, I always felt like, well, maybe they'll read this or watch these when I'm dead and gone and they'll go, oh, he made all these stupid videos. Oh, how funny, you know, (laughs) but I was always hoping that did you guys at the right time could go back and look and watch where we'd come from to hopefully let you guys see where you could get to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, because it's possible to get anywhere. Based on where we've come from. Yeah. Right. And when you guys put some of those, kid, you put some of those video clips in the video, it brought back a lot of emotion because I and some of them I'm still processing because it was like, I hadn't seen some of those videos in almost eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, watching your face, Evan, and you clean your ears out, and you were making, you were making faces. I haven't in seen there. that video actually. You really?
1: I haven't. I don't think I ever saw that one either.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember the day I did that because I kept thinking to To the point of the of the card and the manual. In case I keep referencing a card, so those who are listening, um, the boys gave me a card, and it talked about. I wish I brought it out here, so there is no manual, right? Or no, it's something about dads don't read the manual. The right.
2: Father, father, doesn't come with a manual. Plus, dads don't read the
0: manual, right? And so, in this case here, we I didn't want anybody to read it, in, so to speak, right? We wanted it to do like we talked about, like you mentioned, Brian, have pictures. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you also mentioned make it look like it was fun or easy some of the words you may have used yeah wasn't. make
1: it look fun and entertaining entertaining
0: because it definitely wasn't easy that's for damn sure
1: I think right? also you should kind of uh, if we were to make this you also got to add some truth to it of course like show the hard times show yeah. some of the like difficulties of getting through things because yeah. of course it's, I know for sure if I'm watching it's definitely not the easiest thing ever no
2: it's no. kind
1: of like with working
2: out it's like it's kind of like with working out how you know you're going to be tired and exasperated because you're moving your body. But it's like if you have a personal trainer, it's like, yeah, that's supposed to happen. Yeah. So if you someone you have someone that's been through that experience and can tell you, okay, what you're going through is not exclusive just to you. It makes things easier to process. And it's like, oh, okay, this will be over
0: eventually as long as I keep moving. Okay. So that's an interesting point. Does That, that means that each one of us are all personal trainers to someone else. I don't work out hmm he said i don't work out but but you do you live but i do i know what you're saying but in terms of there's a, there's going to be other young men like yourselves who are going to go through tragedy and not, it, now that does not mean that every single person you come across has lost their mother right but what if they lost a, a parent and what if they lost a brother what if they just what if they lost their home and what if they just didn't have what they wanted what if they didn't do well in school. and What if they didn't do well in work? Maybe if they got hurt, maybe they had some sickness and illness that required that they be in the hospital for a stretch of time.
2: And most of that no, most, some of the time it doesn't require us immediately fixing it for them or finding them solutions. Sometimes it's just saying, hey, I understand that this hurts, you know? Yeah. That you're not being looked at by someone who doesn't get what you're going through. It's like a, yeah. oh, sorry, you okay? I don't really know how to fix this. Um, Pity
0: eyes. Pity eyes suck. Well, it's so funny you say that because when mom first died, I and first died is abroad, like, is a one to six year stretch for me. So you hear me say so when she first died, now somewhere in there after she died, I remember telling you guys, hey, we have to be ready to tell our story. Mm hmm. Because someone needs to hear what we've been through so they can make it through because I didn't find anybody that was there what let me say it properly because there were people who were there to help us right in various stages. But those who didn't experience the exact same or something similar as much to what we
1: experienced. Right,
0: who were making themselves available mm-hmm. because there were people out there who had been through what we had been. Marvin Sapp was one. He's you know a, a Christian uh, recording artist and pastor. Yes, he had been through, his wife had just passed away at some point before mom, but we'd haven't yet met Pastor Marvin Sapp, so he wasn't a person going, oh yeah, man, you can be there, you can do it, don't worry. But what he did do as a manual that was a, on audio and visual, he made a song, wrote well, a song never would have made it. And for me, I, I lived off that song for probably two years. Where I can recall playing it multiple times a day. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll send you guys a track and so you guys will see. Some of you may remember hearing it and may not remember where it is. It would have been because I played it in the car. Yes, sir. I remember one singular
2: playlist of songs that we played in Menifee. Really? Uh, it was in the car. I mean, I would always ask you to play the Restored Me soundtrack. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You and that was cool because the, that was a manual, right? Because I remember when we did that, i always wanted to have Christian music that didn't suck because that was one of the things that Shane said. I don't listen to Christian music now because it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't want Christian music to suck. I want to try to find music that you all enjoy because you're not going to listen to it.
2: like every other day music that doesn't feel like it's different from other music, not because it's a different genre, just because it's bad.
0: Yeah, but your point is great, but it's also like the other topic, which we were originally going to talk about, which is lyrics to songs, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of everyday music, popular music and everything like that, a lot of other mainstream hip-hop, it's got nasty lyrics, right? Lyrics that are just, it's one cuss word after the next cuss word of, calling somebody a, a B, a MF, whatever you want to call it, your dumb AF. And, and whatever it is, it's in there, and it's not stuff we want to promote. And it, the question is, in putting it in this context of fatherhood, do you want that kind of stuff coming out of your manual? When people look back on your life, do you want them to see you dealing with and saying, well, that's all they talked about all day was MFs and calling people Bs and hoes and everything else. Is that, is that what you want from your manual? Is that what you want people to watch from your life? Why? Why Why? if it's what we've listened to and I've listened to it too when I was your age and not, not even say oh, when I was your age no, I'm, no, I still listen to some of that stuff now don't get me wrong you, I'm a DJ you know what I play you know what I play in the truck mm-hmm. and one of the problems I have when I want to get in the truck and, and bang that subwoofer is I want to have some music that bang, that hits mm-hmm. and Slaps. Slap. Oh no. And so um. I can't say that I've found a lot of inspirational Christian music. So mm-hmm. let's make sure we classify a lot of the the unless it's hip hop or the R and B esque esque but R and B Christian music, those slap, right? <laughs> or bang, whatever to use my word, right? Neither. Hit anyway but inspirational doesn't that doesn't do it for me I need something that when I, if I wanted to you know bang my head around and and go and make me feel good in that matter of feel good mm-hmm. I need something that hits and that's why to me the framework is important mm-hmm. right and it's important that if that's something that you guys all do or, or like to do or you like to listen to or because some of you like to like hip hop some of you don't some of you learn to like aspects of hip Christian hip hop but I need to know, not necessarily doing this segment, but even we talk about it, what do you want your manual to look like? Do you want your manual to show, oh, yeah, this is what I did. It was all about the M and the F and the whatever other 13 letters of stuff that go with that. Is that what you want to have to come out? What do you want to show in your manual? Evan, you've been quiet so far. What do you want your manual to show?
2: I don't know. I think I have to think about that. you been yeah, you had like, like twenty about? minutes to well, think about this true. while we were talking. You want, okay? <laughs> let me ask you okay, let me, let me throw
0: some things at you. Do you want people to to think that you are all about the world, all about the negative, all about women getting what getting mistreated, all about all about the money, all about the nasty parts of sex, drugs, and money? Is that what you want people to think? Is that what you want your children to think about? Their dad? No. Okay, then it's a pretty easy answer. But the music, okay, so what, okay, Ed, Jackson, you had your hand up. Okay, you said, what well, you went in your manual. I said instructions. Instructions. Okay. So you have to write them. Mm-hmm. And you guys did that today with the video, right? Mm-hmm. What was in your video? Loosely give a, a people an example. What, what, as a high level, what did you put in your instructions today? I said, Evan could say his. His was seven seconds.
1: We <laughs> <You> got time.
2: <laughs> um, I kind of just said I
0: was uh, thankful
2: that you were caring for us and here for us.
1: Okay.
0: But now here, now hear this: we've got five different versions of a manual, mm-hmm. right? So we represent five different types of people that need five different types of love, right? So Evan would have applied to a person that doesn't need a lot to say a lot, and that's all they needed, right? Because some people, that's all they need is to be cared for, right? And to be shown. Others of you guys need a lot more, right? So, Jackson, what do you need in your manual? What instructions do you need in your manual? What do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, when you gave your video, what you said in your video, you said more than seven seconds. Uh-huh. You were like nine, 15, nine or 15 seconds. 26. No, I was 26, 26 seconds. 20, 26. <laughs> Actually,
2: no. 30 at most. No? <laughs> no. What maybe, maybe like 24 all right
0: okay we'll so give me was, 30 okay so what was in your instructions
2: <laughs> um i think mine was thanking you for providing for us and even though sometimes we may think you're you're pushing us too hard it's just that you know that we can do a lot better and that we, can be, we can be better people than we act like
0: yeah but that's and that's the instructions that you need so now I would imagine most of you guys will have kids at some point we all not everybody's going to have kids right it just mm-hmm. it just happens If we all do we all do great but what do you want in your what do you want to t- teach your kids because the reality is we don't have to have the be the father to kids biologically right because the people who listen to the framework people who listen to the Raising Men show are hearing from you uh-huh. as well and you're becoming father figures now I understand to, you know what, 13, 14, 20, 15, 16, and 17, you don't think he yourself says as father figures. But we're, this is not something we do just for today.
2: Um, what's it called? In reference to the show, I, Legendary, I told you about the yeah. show. Yeah. In the show, they have houses and they have house parents and stuff. Yeah. And within the ballroom scene, the parent, of course, the house father or house mother, they pick up these, I guess, kids, quote, and kind of, Raise them in a way that their parents weren't able to provide for them, whether right. they were kicked out of their houses for something, or and take care of them, and it forms a different kind of bond that's not formed
0: through blood. Yeah,
2: and becomes their own kind of family.
0: Yeah, and we've and to your point too, we've seen that with us because we each of us have their friend group that you guys really have latched onto that are blood, and we've lost connection with blood related family just because. Either they've fallen away, we've fallen away, or they've done something to cause a separation, or we've done something to cause a separation. I don't know how that would have happened. We would have done that. But anyway, digress. There's there's no 100% solution to anything, right? So with your thought in mind, that's an instruction manual, right? That you're leaving for someone else to help someone else along based on your past experience or you feeling a need that needs to be fulfilled. There's a lot of men out there today that don't get that at your ages, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of men are getting, trying to to get it right at 50 or 60 years old. Would you rather wait to 50 or 60 and get it right or you want to try to fix it now?
2: Fix it now. Fix it now.
0: I'm just saying because just imagine, so if you guys can, it's not going to be perfect. But if you guys can get your lives on track now, can you imagine how much easier your lives would be and much more fulfilling? Mm -hmm. That's the purpose of this right here. That's what fatherhood, that's what raising men is about. Mm -hmm. So you become less of an underdeveloped man, right? So if you think of like an empty shell of a man, right, that you think of, of, of a larger person, and based on how they grew as a child and filled in that gap, the least amount of gap to get to the top is really what shows you the development. There are some men that are still children inside of a grown man's body. They act like children. They just don't understand how life is. They treat women poorly. They treat men poorly. They do poor business.
2: Those are the people you see, you call Karens or whatever. Someone, exactly. Someone, um, I think they, this person, they, they would work in the service industry. I think they were like a or whatever and um they said some women will come in because they feel like they're not being heard by their husbands yeah. and like they'll yield the staff because for a wait for an outlet for them to be feel heard and I think she said um to the lady I'm so sorry you feel that you feel the way or whatever you're heard or something and the lady was like stunned because mm. she never heard that before yeah and I think she like changed her tune after that and I think it was a bit nicer and kind of realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't be yelling at you for no reason.
0: Okay, so let's, let's flip that. Let me ask a the question then. What do you tell men? Now, okay, I'm using the term men in all ages, from your ages and younger and up to my age and beyond. What do you tell men right now in terms of becoming better? What do you tell men about what should be in their manual? What would you want to to be in your manual for every man in the world. Because you all have friends. A lot of you guys know that some of your friends are struggling with some stuff. Right? And you know where we've been. Cause my manual was not too work wouldn't work it too well when we first started out this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Tell some of the men out there, what do you want what should they have in their manual? Um I'd say
1: that they should be open to either listening or being a, or Talking to someone, whether they're like going through a rough patch and think that no one's around or they're just not reaching out. I feel you should really be doing, you should not feel like you can't reach out to somebody. Cause I've noticed a lot after like looking through social media all the time that men in society now, like most, most people don't really care about their feelings. They're always saying, Oh, you're a man. You shouldn't be crying. You shouldn't be, uh, talking about all this stuff you should be uh, out here getting a job working paying bills doing all this yada 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 that like most men can't do or uh, haven't been able to in a while or sometimes they it's okay to cry honestly because a lot of men think that they can't that they have to always look like they're being strong or something like that or else they're seen as a uh disappointment or they're not good enough yeah
0: yeah it's good what else what else goes in your manual don't be afraid to admit you're wrong
2: yeah it may feel like it's like oh well i did something wrong with it makes me a bad person it's like no it doesn't just admit that you're wrong don't be afraid to admit that you're wrong because you can be wrong sometimes because we're people and admitting that you're wrong is a great step to move forward to fix what you've done wrong and patch whatever you did to whatever person or whatever happened
0: yeah that's good what else what else goes in your manual
2: treat people the way you
0: want to be treated yeah does it mean I can pop you in the head
1: or well, do you want to get
0: popped
1: in the head <laughs> did, did you want to get popped in the head back though dad because you know I remember cause he oh said, no uh,
2: oh you're talking about me oh no I'm not doing that
1: it's like, on I'm not place? popping
2: down in the head oh. that comes oh. with consequences Evan take your own device <laughs>
0: You take your own advice. Who wants to remain in the will? No plan. I'm already
2: kicked out the will. That's a whole different story. Yeah, that's what not I'm, about. Out I'm the trying to get back in the will.
0: <laughs> so I get to pop in the head, y'all. But but that's the thing, you know, not the will part. But <laughs> it's just about as kids, you guys have to be as young men, you have to be able to tell parents and people how to do it. Right? How many folks how many of you guys know friends who who hate their parents but think their parents are stupid? I do. You know,
2: a few people.
0: Yeah, they, time, they can't see you raising your hand. so I know. A few people. Every time I go
2: over yeah. to one of my friends'
0: houses, like they yell at their parents all the time. The, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, what's that? that? Yeah, they I just said just, say, say their name. Man. No. no, I'm kidding. Do but in Jackson, you are raising your hand. Same thing. What, do you know people who really hate their parents?
2: Not hate, but they get angry at their parents a lot.
0: Well, you guys get angry at me too, but but that's just like.
2: Most of the time, it's for something like small, like you told us to read. You know, <laughs> we need to edit. Or... Yeah, but I think some stuff is like, what we see other people's. I don't know everyone's situations, but I think with some people, it's a lack of understanding, not a lot of communication, and unwillingness to change on w- one end, at least. because yeah. one of someone's I used to be friends with, their parents, he wants to, his relationship with his parents are just not the best, and they want to change. But it's also hard because their parents are like stuck in their old ways of, well, it was okay when I was younger, so why is it not now? But it's like there's a new layer of sensitivity that needs to be had. Yeah. Of course, so no, we, not like we can't make jokes about stuff, but it's like, what are you making jokes about and what isn't, isn't appropriate? Yeah. yeah. Dark humor?
0: Well, s- some dark humor <laughs> well, isn't. We all have dark humor in this room. <laughs> oh, no, I'm wow. kidding. Wow. Oh, is that a black joke?
1: <laughs> oh,
2: it. It. For the one that makes the
0: most racial
1: jokes, <laughs> no, I, not.
2: I'm Ryan makes some. Oh, cut
0: like, this out. Like to say, what is just Juneteenth went by uh, too soon. Not yeah.
2: Juneteenth. <laughs> ah, Dad,
0: cut this out. Not <laughs> Juneteenth. <laughs> so, so, so back to the topic, right? What do you do with how do how did? Okay, I don't know many parents who are actually do shows like this with the kids and talk through. Yeah, it's it's So, how do you? What do we do with um? What do we do with things like that? How do we make it better? How do we? How does? How do parents? What should parents be doing if you want to give a parent a a piece of advice right now? Suggestion from a a group of young men. Go back and
2: deal with your own trauma, because dealing with your own trauma that you've dealt with helps you moving that out the way. You see what you've done, and how you've maybe you're you're doing that same thing that you hated being yeah. done to you yeah don't throw pancake plates <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> don't throw pancake plates Yep. Uh, a, fr-
0: a friend of my uh, well when I saw rod over the weekend he says when he was you know dealing through some some counseling opportunities he had as an adult uh, the counselor told him you know you need to clean up your own side of the street so that's what you're saying kid into another. Another aspect is that, yeah, parents, we need to clean up our own side of the street. Who else? Next, that give another example. Give us something give the parents something to think about. What do how do we become better? Um, I think going off of like dealing with your own trauma and all that, cleaning up your side of the
1: street, that helps you become more understanding. Because I think parents really need to do that because um you well, some parents, this is uh, some things that cause their kids to hate them is not listening to their kids and always jumping to conclusions, always saying, oh, this is uh, why are you being bad in school? Why are you being bad doing this? It's. I bet it's because of this, I bet it's because of that, but they've never really actually asked their kid or even maybe they've asked them, but they never actually truly listened to their answer. They've been s- uh, saying. Uh, Maybe they're being, maybe they're sad because of this. Maybe they're doing this
0: because of this. Maybe they're sad, they're depressed, they're going through something that I'm not aware of.